previously on Fantasy That. Yeah, you pick up uh, the skull. And... Hmm. You say this is a vampire skull? It does look like a vampire skull, but now I have a vampire skull. We did manage to find a replacement court wizard, though. Oh, no. Uh, it's him. I told you that I'd find you. My owl could spy on him. Yeah. It's not like you guys won't have a lot of opportunities to be around David Farmer. He lives in your house now. Great. He lives in our house now. Yes. Yeah, it's smooth sailing here on out, as far as um, as far as I can see. Everything will be fine. It's all downhill from here. Well, there's two meanings to that. Good job, guys. And you're never going to make anything terrible happen to these characters ever again, right, Clara? Certainly not in the next play session. Okay. And now, for Fantasy That. A Pathfinder Podcast. search around for someone in um, Calbridge who can read Druidic, and you find someone pretty close to home. Lorelai, the gardener, is actually a Druid, and um, um, she can speak and read Druidic. Did we know you that, Clara? Were... What? Did we know that, Clara, or is she a secret Druid? Well, I mean, she's not very secret. I mean, okay. she wears a lot of, like, uh, flowers everywhere, mm. and she uh, goes around between the trees and... Um, talks to them and uh, is a real druidy sort of a figure mm-hmm. uh, except I guess she's in uh, a tended garden as opposed to the wilderlands where maybe she would prefer to be but um, you asked her about it um, pretty much it seems like Bellic was just obsessed with this tree the Golthias tree which sprouted from a, a stake that was planted through the heart of a vampire and um, you know it's grown for hundreds of years and it produced these fruit but it was imbued with the vampire's essence. And so it could take on these thralls, just like a vampire might have thralls. And uh, Bellic more or less just wanted to give the tree a lot of tree slaves um, for no particular reason. Just, you know, <laughs> interesting. It seemed like a cool crazy. idea to him. That's but... how it is. Why did yes. he keep the apple? Oh, he kept the apple because he was intending to do some research on that. You can tell in the writings that he figured out that by planting the seeds of the apple, you mm-hmm. can make more twig lights. Okay. So it's possible you guys think that maybe he was just trying to make a lot more twig lights, that he was going to do something with this apple and try to propagate a lot of twig lights everywhere. For what reason? It's not very clear because he couldn't control the twig lights. Hmm. Okay. So maybe he so... liked them a lot. All right. That's uh, very bizarre. Um, Clara... <laughs> Yes. Um. So I had the skull of Gulfias and Bellic, and I did like phrenology on them. So what do I learn about them? What are you? What do you figure out with the um, phrenology? Um. Well, what languages do they speak? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, they both speak common. Bellic also spoke uh, goblin and druidic. Okay. Uh, Gulfias spoke common. And Elvin, and I don't know. That doesn't. It's he's an ancient vampire. I don't know. <laughs> I also determine their race and age and alignment and class and level. Okay. Um, <laughs> Bellic was uh, neutral evil. He was okay. uh, level four, I think. And uh, what class? He's druid. Okay. I'm shocked um, he's neutral evil because what neutral evil person was like, I just really like twig blights and I want them to go everywhere and destroy things. <laughs> chaotic evil to me. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, that's fair. But he was, you know, he was uh, friends with the goblins. That's true. So that was a little less, slightly he, less chaotic. Did he just like them? Did he just like hanging out with them? You know, he had them. They were sort of his, uh, his servants. He had them, uh, helping with the fungus gardening. They could eat the fungus. He could eat the fungus. Just There was a big fungus party oh, fun, down there. Fun fungus. He was a fun lot. guy. <laughs> He's a fun guy? No! Oh. That's a bad one. Yeah. 
That was a good one. It's so bad it's good. Mm. No, but uh, that's, that's interesting. So he was kind of helping their economy, maybe, a little bit. Yeah, a little well, bit. Well, I mean, of. I think he wasn't going to give the apple, so I feel like well, that he was, was going to put a dent, you know, in everything. And he had 360 gold coins just for himself. That's true. <laughs> that's, that's right. Just sitting he wasn't, with... like, the most, like, the best buddy to the goblins. No. He was yeah. using them a little bit. Yeah, to be sure. Um... Golthias was a, a level 16 fighter um, before he was turned into a vampire. He was chaotic evil. He's a, he's a vampire. Um, I don't know. I don't know why you care about this ancient vampire. Well, I mean, I just took their skull, so I thought I would use it. <laughs> yeah, he was Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then just, like, what their general personality was like. Um, Golthias <laughs> was like a... No Stafaru. He liked to walk into rooms very slowly and uh, make weird faces at people. Cool. Like, ooh, like creep around with his hands up like a T Rex. Balak. Well, you met him. He was just kind of a dick. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. Thanks, Balak. Thanks, Balak. Yes. Um, did you guys have any other sort of wrapping up business that you wanted to do? Um. Oh, oh, so yes, for- there is something I did. Yeah, I mailed, well, I mean, Violet. She mailed the um, scroll of slow poison and the entangle scroll to the queen of the kobolds. Oh, full apology. Yeah. I believe that you guys have been together in total because you were working together before. before yeah. Right. Before you guys went into uh, the Sunless Citadel for about four years because you started working for Prince Eli when he was 16. And okay. now, in the, uh, after this new little time skip, he's going to be 20. Okay, okay, so it's been two years. And then yeah. three years since the Queen. Right. Right. Okay. I so can't we... believe like, Eli's growing up. I know! <laughs> it's so weird. It feels weird. And Claire doesn't have to use the squeaky You're board. a little crippling boy, Eli! Yes! Um, how are things with me and QZ, then? Uh, I don't know. What's how, been... What have you been doing? I don't know. Wooing her? Trying to woo her? Uh-huh. All right, in what way? I mean, hanging out with her and stuff. Okay, so, like, you're becoming friends with her? It sounds like, if you're just hanging out with her. Well, you know, and then, like, trying to do stuff together, you know, wherever she likes to go. Uh, okay, uh, QZ's a big fan of, like, uh, hiking through the uh, Cinder Peaks. Maybe you want to go on some hiking trips with her? Yeah. Okay, you agree to that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, all right. Um, go ahead and roll a diplomacy check, just to sort of... Ooh, I got a 19, plus... Um, okay, yeah, 15. things have been going uh, really great, actually. Um, you know, you sort of feel like you've become QZ's closest confidant. She um, talks to you a lot about how it's tough being the head of the mercenary guards, how it feels like a lot of pressure for her, and that there's not a lot of job security because she's not technically, like, a government employee. Mm. Um she talks about how she's, you know, worried about Prince Eli and how she's she feels a little bit like she's failed because he's still no good with swords. <laughs> Aww. Um, but yeah, but, uh, you know, she also has a great time with you going out and hiking through the mountains. And um, she doesn't own a like a sailboat, but one of her friends in the city does. And you guys go out sailing sometimes in the summer. Oh, yeah. On Lake what? Lauren. It's really nice. Yeah. I'm glad that, like, Violet's finding romance, even while Elsmere and Valeria are just, like, on their personal angst tracks. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I had Elsmere. She was, I don't know, she found religion. Well, like, non-demonic worshipping religion. She, uh... Be important. She enjoyed growing a tree. She likes taking care of the prince. Um, she's been studying magic all this time, trying to connect with other half elves even if it's only secret she's yeah. been doing stuff nothing romantic and she's still like not really opening up to people that much and has told nobody about her brother but she's definitely in a better place than she was at the beginning of the of our journey yeah and you've been uh, sending money to your brother and uh so far so good on that front awesome and that's uh just so you know just for fun uh her brother is a i know i told you he's a ranger but i kind of like developed him a little bit more he has a giant salamander animal companion so yeah. That's nice. the uh, the critter 
that Umbra has been meeting up with in the Underdark and relaying information. And he's a sailor in the sea in the Underdark. So, oh. yeah, it's, it's actually like an, uh, an archetype for Underdark characters is um, undersea sailor or something like that. And it gives you some some cool abilities to like have tremor sense whenever you're on the water and stuff like that. So very cool. But we're yeah. not romantically involved yet, technically. You and QZ? Is that, I'm asking Clara. <laughs> Just a lot wow, of really... sailing and picnics. Well, I don't know. Um, you guys are, I mean, it's, I mean, it's pretty romantic. Are you making any overt romantic moves? Um, yeah. Okay, then yeah, you guys are uh, dating. Okay. Oh! Nice. <laughs> All right, cool. I would definitely assume that Valeria is might, you know, kind of similarly to Elsmere, she might have opened up in certain ways, but she's still kind of, you know, being herself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think she might have, you know, settled into Calbridge a little more. I, I think that she probably sort of has, maybe has some contacts, like, in the underworld and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Valeria, I think she's, I think she's always working a bit of an angle, and I certainly don't think that she's plotting anything, but I think she might sort of have an eye for things being a little unstable around here and is trying to, you know, just have some contingency, you know? Yes, some back doors. That makes sense. Exactly, yes. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, uh, Valeria, go ahead and roll a uh, knowledge local check, actually, since you mentioned your underworld connections. Cool, yes, I will do that. Um, all right, my knowledge local is, is a six, so I'm going to roll. And I rolled a 17, so that's a 23. Okay, yeah, um, there's actually quite a bit of stirring in uh, the criminal underworld network. There's um, a big crime lord in Harwood, which is a, a city down to the south. It's not super close, but, you know, it's it's close-ish to Cowbridge, just sort of yeah. on the, the foothills of the Cinder Peaks. He's a, he's a dampier crime lord who's been, uh, you know, really consolidating power there named Rook Naren. Um, That's a cool name. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he thinks so, too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he's been uh, consolidating power. He's got sort of a big thieves' guild that he runs. Like, not, um, you know, thieves' guild, guilds aren't legal, but you know about it because, you know, you've got those good criminal ears that can hear that can hear things in the criminal underworld. So, uh, yeah, you know that he's there and kind of uh, up to no good, it seems like. Okay. So um, do things feel tense in general? No, uh, not necessarily. Um, at least at least not to um, Valeria. Okay. Yeah, Valeria has a pretty high bar for things being yeah. politically bad. That's true. So that, that's a thing to keep in mind for yeah. sure. Is there anything I should roll? Not that I can think of, no. Um, uh, nothing that you mentioned. about David Farmer? Oh, or yeah. The, oh. Um, oh, yeah. The uh, you, can, you can roll um, just uh, 2d10s for your owl, kind of uh, sussing things out with him. Okay, cool. Just because all we've learned so far is that he's receiving a number of packages that he's not opening. Or that your owl hasn't seen him open. Right. All right, got a four. And a six. So, uh, 46? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, your owl has actually managed to spot what's in some of these packages that David Farmer is opening. There are, um, you know, strange locks of hair that are weird colors. There's claws. There's scales. They're just, um, bits and pieces of animals or people, maybe. Not, like, not hands, or, you know, like, livers. Like or tiefling that... extra stuff? Mm. Mm, maybe, yeah. <laughs> it seems like. So, be, yeah. strangely, weirdly, strange, weirdly colored mementos from different creatures that might all be tieflings. Correct. Okay. Um, but nothing that would kill them to take, you know, it's I all. I see. It's all like fingernail clippings. Fingernail and... clippings and bone shards and scales and things you'd yeah. use for voodoo dolls. Broken, yeah, broken horn tips, things like that. And does Elsmir tell us about her findings? Yes, definitely. Okay, because yeah. um, 
I'm not sure how much Valeria would really be telling. Mm. I she might tell a little, but um, I also think that she probably doesn't want to, like, let on that she's, you know, kind of just, well, if this country collapses, I should probably have yeah, a way out. <laughs> on my way well, out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That Valeria might tell you some things, like, yeah, you know, some vague things, but I don't think that she's all that transparent. I yeah, I'm keeping tabs on David Farmer and I'm definitely letting you guys know about it. So um yeah. and I'm sure Violet hasn't forgotten what he said to her. No, actually I was thinking that um Clara, could I find out anything else if I offered him some of my bone shards? Um sure, you want to you want to have a conversation with uh with David Farmer? Yeah. Okay, yeah, he's, um... You can do it one-on-one, or are you going to have... I mean, yeah, we can just after dinner, after breakfast or something. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, because I was going to say, I can totally go with you if you want. <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not worried, but... Well, David Farmer would never hurt anyone. Hmm. third <laughs> person? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's got I it. do whatever I feel like. <laughs> okay. He's um... sort of something like a Tennessee Williams, like, matron. He's... <laughs> Is he going to ask us for John Quills? Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. I'd love, so... a, I'd love a mint julep. <laughs> oh, yes, please. Who um, doesn't? So are we, um, is that, Clara, do you think that's where we should jump in? Is, is us... uh, Yeah, we can do that. Um, I mean, this isn't, uh, you know, the the day that we're going to yeah, role play eventually. Just a, but yeah. this oh, is just like, a, this is before shit goes down. Okay. Um, Gotcha. Yeah, you guys uh, make your way up to the Wizard Tower. You've probably been here before when um, Sildar was running things. Under the uh, the ownership of David Farmer, things have gotten a lot uh, weirder. There's a lot of strange brass in- instrumentation that you guys can't identify. There's, you know, bundles of uh, things which you also can't identify but don't look pretty hanging from the ceiling. There's um, lots and lots of dusty books on the walls. There's just a real, like, there's a lot of windows, so it shouldn't be that this place is dim. But somehow, (laughs) somehow, David Farmer has found a way to make this place dim and creepy, this place that's full of windows. Hey, Daniel. As you, yeah, as you come (laughs) in, he's um, pounding something in a mortar and pestle, powdering something strange with a, uh, you know, an odor of sulfur. He says, um... Oh, it's been a while since I've entertained visitors up here. I, um, so I was wondering, um, you know, in the interest of diplomacy, if you want to be friends. (laughs) Was that your whole sentence? Daniel, I just am very, I, I have a bunch of bone shards, and I'm just very interested in why you would like them. <laughs> yes, um, I, I never I, asked you for any bone shards. Yeah, Who says I, I want recall. your bone shards? You don't? Because then I'll just... As you may recall, Mr. Farmer, you expressed great interest in Violet's bodily extrusions when we Who first wouldn't? met. She's pulling a bone shard out of her arm. Yes. And you said that you would see her again soon. That never And happened. I did, didn't I? Yeah, but I never really understood why. Um, you were very ominous in your terms. Well, yeah. so I was wondering if maybe if I give you some bone shards, you tell me why you want them. I never said I wanted that. Oh my god, so seriously, I'm gonna come up through this magic tower with a bag full of 20 bone shards and you're not interested. Oh, you got a bag full of them. Well yeah. then, uh, I'll, I'll take it off Okay, your hands. no, 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 I don't think so. Tell me what, tell me something. Why do you need them? I don't need Oh my god, why would you take them? Why do you well, want, who wouldn't want some sh- Like a lot of people. Oh, for research. Like a lot for of people research. are not interested in my bone shards at all. I'm doing research into the the people who've been touched by other planes. I see. That's simple enough, and I suppose a, a valid area of inquiry. I was found in a crater, so I might be from space. 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> be plain. I know all about that one. Plane of the stars and aliens. It's right up there. In the sky. Mm, in the sky. And what are you hoping to achieve with your research, Mr. Farmer? And I'll know when I find it. Oh. There's well, great secrets yeah. in, in the bone shards. Like a sense motive or a detect thoughts on him? <laughs> um, uh, you can do a sense motive. Uh, Violet can do detect thoughts if she wants to try. Yeah, I'll do the sense motive. Right. Uh, let me know what my sense motive is again. Um, All right, detect the thoughts, Clara. Okay. Um, I got a 17. Is that safe? <sighs> Fuck, yeah, just barely. He's a willful, willful man, David Farmer. Yeah. All right, detect thoughts. I mean, uh, desires. Okay. Uh, what do I roll for that? Um, same thing. Oh, no, I dropped my dice. That is a 19. Okay, oh, fuck. All right. One more time. Oh, my gosh. All right. Uh, that's a 14. I got it. Okay. Um, you, your desire site shows you what? What he desires most. All right. Um, you know that, uh, David Farmer is, um, interested in obtaining pieces of people who have been touched by evil planes. Mm. So, he, so he was telling the truth. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I sense motive. Is that like redundant with what we've already done? No, I don't think so. Okay. Well, I had a 16 total on my sense motive. Well, you know that he's, um, not being forth. You know that he's being intentionally, um, deceptive, but he's uh-huh. not outright lying. I mean, what he's saying he wants to do and what Violet is detecting is the truth. He wants to do research on pieces of tieflings because they've been touched by, you know, the magic of evil planes. Yeah, oh. so I mean, he's withholding something from you, but you can't tell what. Okay, that makes sense. Um, Violet, um, I don't know that there's much more that we can learn from him. Um, will you give me money if I give you these? How much money do you want? 40 gold. Mmm, 35. Uh, you got it, but it's not divisible by, like, 20, so that's why it's kind of, You want things that are divisible by 20? I want it to be, like, two gold pieces per bone shard. Okay, I see. Uh, all right, how about this? I'll give you 40, and you just owe me a favor. Um, sure. Are you All sure right. about that, Violet? You don't want to come out of this owing him something. A favor that's not worth more than five gold pieces. That's very true. That's what I'm sticking with. Okay. A five gold piece favor. All right, I'll keep that in mind. You okay. agree to that, though? Uh, yeah. All right, let's shake on it. Ooh. <laughs> I don't like this. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't I, I'll... I'll shake on it. Violet's interesting. Um, she's very high-spirited lately because she's been dating Cusey. And she's just really sense. optimistic about everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's been great. Um, yeah, his hand is uh, warm and uh, dry as sandstone. Ooh, this, this hand is dry as sandstone. <laughs> Thank you. I never moisturize. Cool. <laughs> cool. By the way, do we know that Violet is dating Cusey? Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's open knowledge. All right. But yeah, it's so not open uh, knowledge among the mercenaries. Oh, so we've, we've kept it on the DL for yeah. you. Well, okay. I mean, I guess unless you guys went and told everyone. Which is no, up to I, you. I would not do that. I don't think Valeria would do that either. No. <laughs> yeah. Did I, do I feel ominous, Clara? A, a little bit, yeah. yeah. You feel uh, a little bit of... um strange arcane power uh flow over you as though uh you definitely owe him a favor you feel like okay <laughs> <laughs> all right guys this might come back um, at us later but only a five gold piece only favor, a five gold so, piece i mean favor. um favor so it can't be like he's not gonna ask you to murder anyone probably yeah. probably probably i mean i think that if he did she'd be well within her rights to refuse given his Literally a five gold piece favor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, 
Yeah, but you feel as if you magically owe him a favor now. Okay. Um, well, that was nice doing business with you, David. I hope I can call you an ally. I think it's good for us to stay, you know, in good, good relations. He's calling him David now, which is something. It is. <laughs> That's a sign. Yes. I was compelled. Was I compelled? Did he cast something on me, Clara? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's just Violet being diplomatic, which she's good at being when mm. she feels like it. Mm. All right, then. Yeah, well, he, uh, very he well seems to squirrel the uh, bone shards away in one of his many cabinets. I suppose we ought to take our leave, then. Yes, Please I do. 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 I'm very busy. Cool. Um, we'll, we'll see you around the palace. Let me know if you want a vampire skull. I'd love a vampire skull. <laughs> <laughs> Violet, 75 gold pieces. This is a Don't very... promise him any more favors. I have a very bad feeling about this system of deal doing. I, I I am with Elsmere. Do you have a gold? Mm-hmm. Do you have a silver pocket watch? I'll trade it for a silver pocket watch. You want a silver pocket watch? Yep. Why do you want it? Because my mystery is time, and I don't have a watch. <laughs> well, that seems unfortunate. Yeah. I uh, I don't have a silver one, but I've got I've got this one. He uh he pulls out a pocket watch it's not pure silver but it's sort of got a silver framing like an edge and then it seems to be made out of some sort of um bone or horn or something it's uh something white that looks natural and has some sort of a striation um i asked my god if it's evil okay um how does your god respond how does that work it's on you clara (laughs) It doesn't. It doesn't have an evil aura around it. Okay. Can can one of us appraise it? Yeah. Uh, sure. That seems like a like a Valeria thing to do. You know, it's um made probably of whalebone, hmm. in the style of um. You know, there's a lot of cities along the Slumbrook Ocean where people hunt whales and um, make things of whalebone. It's an antique. It's a. Uh, it's not like super fancy it's not like a luxury item but it's definitely nice probably uh this was something that david farmer inherited or bought at like um you know an estate sale or something it's got a it's got a nice luster to it it has a very good hand feel all right very cool Um, um it's it's quite a fine watch but just don't go promising any more favors violet all right i'm going to give you the vampire skull for the watch Fair trade. This vampire's name was Golfias, and he liked um, creeping up on people. Oh, I know all about Golfias. Okay, well, now you've got the head itself. Um, <laughs> he always just has to steal everybody's thunder, doesn't mm-hmm. he? <laughs> I've um, got whole books about the, the ancient vampires. Um, I see. Now, would you take, um, would you relinquish me from your, <laughs> from the, from the deal we made, um, if I give you the school of an of um Bellic. <laughs> who is that? Five gold pieces though. Who is who's Bellic? Her and then ask for more. Yeah. He's the madman that we defeated in order to to get the apple to save the queen. Evil druid. Oh, I don't care about evil druids. Okay. But that's a uh, that's old hat. Worth for five gold pieces though. I've I've eaten. I've eaten evil druids before. They don't taste good. What the hell? Very <laughs> leathery. Excuse me. I have a question for you, David Palmer. If if thank you, Lily. Wait, did you need to say eight evil druids? <laughs> I ate them for breakfast. Yeah. Oh, okay. If evil druids are old hat, as you say, what is new hat? Vampires. Uh, new hat are uh, um, you know, circus performers who also know pottery. Um, young kids who pick up a guitar for the first time and they they play it like they're about to die (laughs) and uh dogs that can walk on their front paws well that was surprisingly poetic um you eat these individuals mr farmer (laughs) (laughs) they they no i wouldn't i never eat things that are new hat uh, too valuable. Too valuable. I Again, I will keep that in mind. Would you like just a human skull, though? That's got to be something. 
No, no, I'm not too interested. Now listen, everyone's got a human skull. I got a human skull. <laughs> I already got one. Don't need it. Um, yeah, I get that. <laughs> no, thank you. You keep it. Thanks. Uh, thank you for the watch. Um, thank you for this fine vampire skull. You're welcome. It was kind of creeping me out. It mm. glows at night. Um, so. Does it? Yes. Mm. <laughs> Have to observe that. That's um, certainly a perk. My jor- my chora senses were just like, it's bad. It's very bad. It's a bad thing to have in your room. What the fuck are you doing with this thing in your room for two years? <laughs> <laughs> well, now it's not in your room anymore. It's up here in the wizard tower. Okay. Um. I'm so. Can we be allies? I want to roll a diplomacy check to see if we can, if I can get him to say we're allies. Okay. I rolled another 19. I rolled a 19 too. David Farmer says, um, but, but Clara, it's not without my pluses. Well, it's not. I rolled a 19 without David Farmer's pluses, which are exactly equal to your pluses. No, they're not. For diplomacy, I have a plus 15. That's a very high diplomacy check. Yes, it is. Um, all right. Uh, David Farmer says, um, I don't consider you my enemy. That'll have to be good enough. Well, that, I hoped you didn't consider me m- your enemy before. Mm. <laughs> Very um, well, then. We will not actively work against each other? That's correct. I, I hope we won't, anyway. All right. Now, well, go ahead and go along. I'm going to drink a mint julep. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh... It's uh, real nice your... if you uh, if you powder the rim with a little bit of uh, baby teeth. What the? F- okay. <laughs> Delicious calcium. Human baby teeth. Well, well, yeah. I don't go collecting cat baby teeth. That'd be unsanitary. I guess so. I see. Um. So y- <laughs> we will leave you to your mint julep. Losing over that. Um. I know. <laughs> we will leave you to your mint julep. All right, so I guess we've wrapped up that. You shake on not being enemies, Clara. Um, okay. What do um, I feel? You feel uh, just David Farmer's uh, dry, warm hand in yours. And he smiles real big. Okay. <laughs> He's got very clean white teeth. Nice. Okay. Cool deal. Um, David, we'll be leaving. Yes, we will. I'll, um, I'll back out, Clara. Back down all those stairs. Well, um, once the doors close, we'll go forward. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's a that's a conversation you had with David Farmer. It wasn't ominous at all. You all loved it. It was great. And I mm. owe him a five gold piece favor. Right. Redeemable when he chooses, whenever he chooses. All right, but it's only worth five gold pieces. Yes. Okay. Um, okay, so let's, um, yeah, so here we go then. It's a balmy late spring afternoon, and Kelbridge Palace is busy, but not much busier than usual. Some of the mercenaries are guarding the gate and patrolling the grounds. There's a triple, trickle of traffic into and out of the palace's protective walls. Messengers bringing news from other cities, squires running errands, merchants making deliveries. Um, Big Tim in the kitchen is um, making preparations for dinner, and there's... Uh, some noise coming out of there. There's uh, a few visiting aristocrats and diplomats meandering through the lush gardens that frame the western side of the castle. You've all been living at the castle for a little over four years now. Prince Eli turned 20 a few months back, and his classes have become less regular. Uh, he's not in school every day like he used to be. So you guys have some free time. Um, you don't have to be all together or with him, though you can be if you want to. What are you guys doing? Visiting QZ. Okay. Yeah, I'm in a gambling den. Okay. <laughs> so Violet is um off with QZ. What are you guys doing? Um, I'm 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 empathizing with her. Um, after after so has breakfast been made yet? It's late afternoon. Late afternoon. So after like our lunch, we have like lunch together, and um, I'm trying to empathize with her with her problems with the guard. But I'm a little distracted because I'm just really happy about how the relationship's going. Oh, that's sweet. Uh, yeah, QZ is um is a little busy. QZ has to work pretty much every day, so she's um sort of doing a little bit of upkeep on the guard armor and stuff. She's 
making sure everything is in fine order outside, kind of by the gate. Um, and you guys are hanging out and having a nice chat. Valeria, you are in one of Calbridge's gambling dens, not at the palace. No idea what's going on. Um, so that leaves Ellesmere. Um, yeah. Prince Eli does need someone still with him. Since oh. two other people are on their free time, apparently. Okay. Um, Prince Eli, you know, needs oh, someone. Yeah, to well, then I, that's fine. Ellesmere's totally game for that. She's she's with him then. Yeah. Um, he actually wanted to be in the gardens anyway. Um, okay. it's just a it's a beautiful day. Like all of the gardens are in bloom. Um, just a gorgeous smell from these huge orderly beds of flowers. Uh, in the nearby orchard, there's cobbled paths that circle. Um, you know, the pond where Crokey hangs out. Nice. Um, which also has these huge goldfish in it. There's a bronze uh, fountain of a dragon in the center that's shooting up water. And over the ramparts, you can see the snow-capped cinder peaks blooming up around the city below. It's just a really gorgeous sight. Prince Eli says, um, wow, things have been uh, pretty quiet recently. I, you know, I sort of was worried. Oh, sorry, I'm doing his young voice. Yeah, I was wondering. <laughs> sorry. Uh, <clears throat> my throat was... um. Very strange there for a minute. I'm sorry. Um, it's it's strange that things have been so quiet. I I almost got used to um, the excitement. The excitement, the the drama, the, the excitement, the drama. That's, yes, it, it's like one of the old tales or something like that. But I'm I'm glad that you've had time to sort of find your bearings and uh, you know work on your training to be a good prince and a good king someday. But also, just figuring out who you are yourself in, in settings that are not so fraught. That's true. I guess I really wasn't cut out for life as an adventurer. Oh, no, you absolutely were. You were very young and naive and sheltered, and you are far more <laughs> skilled and seasoned now. Um, you've had this time to build yourself up in more ways than one, and I'm sure that should there ever be need to employ those skills again, you will be more than ready. Naive and sheltered. That's uh, <laughs> a, good way, a good way to describe it. Um, as you guys are walking, you notice two of the queen's personal servants, who you know are uh, Calais and Tish, walking by. They're leaning in real close together and uh, whispering. Uh-huh. And what is the prince's reaction to this? Oh, he's not paying much attention. He's like uh, gazing out across the beautiful mountains and stuff. I do a quick perception check to see what okay. they're talking about. Okay. Okay, 24. So, yeah, you notice two things. The first thing you notice is that Prince Eli's shoe is untied. Um, you also hear this uh, conversation, though. Mm-hmm. One of them says, um, she wasn't at breakfast at morning uh, this morning either. I hope she hasn't caught whatever it is her sister has. Um, and then the other one says, um, well, she better be back by tomorrow. Queen Lucille said I did a terrible job on her eyebrows, and we both know you can't do any better. Mm. Uh, and then Prince Eli falls uh, flat on his face. He trips <laughs> over his shoelace, and he just uh, face plants right into the dirt. Um, and the, the women sort of uh, notice, notice him, like, just fall, and they uh, they stop talking. And um, one of them, uh, Calais, tries to, like, uh, stifle a laugh, and Tish just, like, looks away. Um, I, I help him up and carefully, like, press to digitate the dirt and grime off of his pants. <laughs> Thank you. That was that was embarrassing. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. I'm really not cut out to be an adventurer. You are a young man still finding his way in the world, and that in itself is part of being an adventurer. Give yourself time. Um, okay, the ladies in waiting uh, keep walking. Um, they stop whispering for a little bit because they've noticed you. Um, mm-hmm. But then if you're still watching them, they uh, go back together again and start whispering again. Um, uh, can I confide in Eli what I heard? Uh, sure. Uh, they were talking about a young woman missing at breakfast. I'm I'm not sure who it might have been. Perhaps another lady in waiting who seems to be missing. They didn't seem too alarmed about it, but it was obviously the subject of gossip. Well, the other one is uh, is Neve. Um, that's my my mother. Only has three ladies in waiting. So Callie and Tish, and then Neve. Um, maybe Neve is missing. I don't know. Hmm. Well, something to think about it. Um, down by the gate, Violet. Um, you notice um one of the que- ladies, uh, the queen's ladies in waiting. Um, it's Neve. 
you, you don't know about this um, conversation that right. uh, Prince Eli is having right now, but um, you notice one of the queen's ladies in waiting, Neve, uh, rushing in through the gates with a, a big basket. Um, she's just going on through. What, what's in the basket? You can't tell. It's covered by like a little blanket. Hey, Neve. She says, um, hi, I'm sorry. I'm really busy. I would like to stay to talk, but um, gotta gotta go. Um, gotta go see the queen. Why? I gotta do her um, makeup and stuff. I'm a lady in waiting. Um, um, you know, I, lady I know in waiting that. stuff. We've worked together for years. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> so you know the whole lady in waiting deal then. Uh, go ahead and roll a perception check. You got it. 16? Uh, okay. You notice that um, Neve sounds a little different than usual. What kind of different? Um, Her voice just sounds different to you. Like she... You know, the way she was speaking um, and that tone, like the, the timbre of her voice doesn't sound quite right to you. Um, I trip her. OK, uh, go ahead and roll. Um, what's that? Like a like a combat maneuver. OK. <laughs> yeah. So um, that's a 15. 15 total. Yes. 10 plus five. OK. Um, that doesn't beat her uh, combat maneuver defense. She. uh sidesteps you and she says um hey stop that i've got to i've got to get out of here you know that my tail just kind of does stuff on its own you know um, right right yeah are you okay um i'm not the best i think i've caught something from my sister um i cast detect thoughts um okay um that reveals surface level thoughts correct yeah um and uh, go ahead and do I have to roll, or do you have to roll? You have to roll. Okay. Whoopsie. Ooh. I rolled a nat 20. Oh, fuck. You got nothing from her. Just blank slate. She says, uh, I gotta go. Um, see you. Um, she starts hurrying on ahead. Hey, QZ. What's up with Neve? Uh, I don't know. Honestly, I, um, since they don't eat uh, dinner or lunch with us. They're always with the queen. I don't know those three very well. Um, she seems a, uh, she seems fine to me. Um, I don't Sorry. know. QZ rolled real shitty on her perception. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, QZ. I think they're, I don't, she doesn't seem okay to me. Um, are you, do you think she's sick? I don't know. I just feel uneasy. Okay. Um, what do you want to do? Mm, I I think I'm going to go. I think I might follow her. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll a, um, what, you're trying to do a, a stealth check, right? I guess so. Um, yeah, but I got a one. Okay. Um, so you try to follow her sneakily, but you, um, natural one, right? Yes. Um, oh, no. So, uh, something in the air today is making people trip. Um, Prince Eli <laughs> trips, and then, uh, you kind of stumble over a loose patch of gravel on the, uh, walkway, and you just fall flat on your face, and you send, uh, small rocks flying everywhere. And QZ says, uh, ooh. And she, uh, <laughs> runs up to you. Um, uh, uh-huh. Neve just keeps on trucking. She doesn't look back at you. She doesn't even notice that you were trying to sneak after her because you did such a bad job sneaking that you, like, barely got anywhere. The benefits um, of a nat one sometimes. Yeah. And, um, QZ helps you up and she says, um, are you, you, I mean, are you gonna give that another go? Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, I'm, um, I'm good. I mean, it's probably nothing. I just, you know, nosy. You know I'm nosy. Yeah, find out all the secrets. I mean... Castle has lots of secrets. Some of them are uh, bound to be bad. Yeah. Um, does QZ ever go and fight Clara, or is she just, like, kind of... She's not an active mercenary, right? She's on guard duty sometimes. Um, but there's not... The castle has never in recent history suffered an attack. Right. So she hasn't actively fought, really. She would in theory. She would in theory, correct. And didn't she come from a? She came from a kingdom that was more warlike. Than yeah, this she one. she was a soldier. Um, yeah. But she hasn't fought like here at Calbridge. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. I say I'm. I mean, oh, my man, I'm nosy, but like I'd probably just let it go. 
Okay. Yeah. All right, you let it go. Um, yeah, you just go back to hanging out with Husey. Um, but I feel so uneasy, you- and I look very troubled, and I'm not listening as much anymore. Okay. Um, yeah, Husey senses that, and she stops talking so much to sort of leave you alone with your thoughts. Um, okay, down to the gambling den. Uh, Valeria, are you... What's going on down there? Um, yeah, I think that I'm... I'm mostly kind of just looking and listening around, um, and I'm, I'm actually, I think, in terms of the actual gambling, I think I'm being fairly careful with my money. Okay, uh, roll a knowledge local check, why don't you? There's cool. some people, um, gossiping around, maybe you can get some information out of them. Um, and I rolled a 16, so that's a 22. Nice, yeah, you hear a lot of kind of interesting gossip, actually. Um, someone who, by their manner of dress looks like a farmer, said, um, oh, I saw, a like, a big carriage and a whole lot of horses and stuff coming coming up over the uh, the cinder peaks. Uh, big royal standard. Seems like uh, Duke Alphonse is going to be at the palace soon, I'm guessing. I didn't hear anything, but I uh, guess he's here to visit his sister. Um, and you hear a little bit more gossip about um, Rook Naren, too. Um, it's very... it's muddled gossip it's the people who are talking they're two people who you know to be active members of the thieving community um and they're whispering about um like what he, what it is that rook naren is doing and they're questioning whether or not he's uh in it for the gold is what it seems like is he really in it for the gold or is he uh there is there something else on his mind um, they seem just kind of suspicious of him. Okay, but I have not met him. No, you haven't. He's risen recently to power. Um, okay, cool. Yeah, and these people are just, um, it sounds to you like they're wondering how much of a, a leader of a thieves' guild he really is. Like, if is he really in it for the thievery? No, okay, so that was confusing for me, Claire, because I was like, because usually when people say, are you in it for the gold, it's a bad thing. Yeah, but for that, <laughs> they're like, they want somebody who's in it for the gold. It's much simpler that way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they, they want uh, their leader to share their motivation of, yeah. let's get some money. And these two were just uh, not sure. Skeptical. Sounds like. Yeah. But they're, uh, it's hard to get anything from them without uh, arousing suspicion because they are talking to themselves. Okay. Um, but that's what you hear. Duke Alphonse, it seems like he's going to be here soon. Uh, Rook Naren, the thieves, some of them here don't quite trust him. Okay. Um, okay. Uh, back at the palace, um, you are with Prince Eli still. Alzmir, are you doing anything? Well, I'm, I'm sitting underneath my tree and studying one of my, probably that tome that I found. I occasionally go through it to try to understand it better. The one that we found down in the, um, the Sunless Citadel. Dragon Tome. Okay, yeah, sure. It's uh, it's an interesting tome, very dense. Mm-hmm. Has a lot about dragons in it. Um, so yeah, so time passes. It's uh, nearly time for dinner, and um, all of a sudden, um, someone runs out of the front door. Violet, you notice it first. It's uh, it's Callie. She's um, she looks horrified. There's uh, blood. On her hands and on her dress, okay, she I ran uh, up to her. Uh, she says, uh, "The queen is dead. The queen is dead." What? Oh my god! Oh, what? Yeah. In a room. In a room. She's dead. Right. Only Violet is there. Um, um, I say, "Okay, Cusy." Uh, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, let's what? go. Um. Okay. Um. And you guys start running all through the uh the palace. People are looking distraught. Some people are crying. There's just a world of panic going on. Um, you can sort of, the ripples start to go out through uh, the gardens because there's a lot of uh, guests here in the springtime. Um, Elzmir, you notice that something is wrong. But since you weren't, you know, right where Calais was, you didn't hear exactly. Just people are looking disturbed towards the towards the palace. Okay, and I, I immediately rush to Prince Eli's side, um, um, and I ask him if he has any idea of what's happening. No, 
it seems like people are upset about something though, doesn't it? Yes, let's let's go find out what it is that is transpiring. Um, okay. So Violet, you're ahead a little bit with, with QZ. Um, you guys race up the, the stairs. QZ doesn't quite know where she's going once she gets up the main staircase, but you do. You run um into the Queen's uh plush bedroom. It's like has all these hangings and uh you know, elaborate furnishings filled with dark wood carvings and whatnot, paintings of a bunch of uh, old dead people. And um, sure enough, there, laying on the bed with um, blood in her eyes and coming from her lips is Queen Lucille. How'd she die? Can I roll something? Uh, you can roll a, a heel check. Oh, I got a 20. Okay. Uh, you know she's been poisoned. Uh, you're not quite sure what kind of poison because you can't just tell that by looking um i go up to her i guess and like okay um so elsmere you and uh prince eli go and make your way inside and um it doesn't take very long at all for um you guys to hear in essence what happened someone runs up to prince eli one of the um the cooks and he says uh the queen prince eli your mom is 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 dead and prince (laughs) <laughs> which is not the most elegant way to give that news. But, let's um, let's go to her room immediately. Maybe she, maybe there's something we can do. Um, Prince Eli just goes like just goes gray, and uh, his his face kind of freezes. But um, y- you know he he follows you, Elsmere, up to the room. Mm-hmm. Um, and sure enough, you know he opens up the door and he sees the same thing that you saw, Violet, which is Queen Lucille laid out on the bed with blood coming from her eyes and from her mouth. And almost 300 miles away from Calbridge Palace, uh, Prince Eli wakes up in a cold sweat in a high tower on a small island in the middle of a vast lake. What? And- Wait, what? What mm. happened? <laughs> what? <laughs> what happened? Well, 300 miles away, he wakes up in a high tower on a small island in the middle of a vast lake. So is he still... We'll find out what happened next time. No, Claire, that's not okay. Whoa, you hey. Tell us you want me to go a little further? Yes, yes. Please. Yes. All right, fine. We can go a little further, but I need to go get groceries. Um. Yeah. Okay, so you guys also wake up in your bedrooms in Blue Lake Tower. They're less comfortable than your rooms were in Calbridge Palace, but you're not locked behind bars or sleeping on straw pallets or anything. A week ago, Queen Lucille was found dead in her room after an apparent poisoning. On the same day, her brother, Duke Alphonse, arrived at Calbridge Palace and uh, restored order. Everyone sort of decided, everyone being Duke Alphonse, really, um, that Eli was the person who would benefit most from killing the queen. You know, everyone else sort of didn't have a clear motive and um duke alphonse wasn't there at the time of the queen's death he would be the other person who would benefit uh from the queen dying a week ago you and prince eli were all arrested for the murder of the queen and were uh, summarily sentenced to lifelong imprisonment uh you didn't get a trial since then um you've been traveling by horse-driven prison cart accompanied by a small caravan of mercenaries not QZs, but um some that Duke Alphonse had brought with him. And uh, this is probably the first night of decent sleep you've managed to get since you were escorted out of the palace. But when you guys were traveling, there was a, a band of, you know, about 30 people with you. Um, right. And you were locked up. I assume your spells and stuff have um, somatic components that you need to be able to move and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and since they knew that both you and Violet were magic users, they had your, uh, your hands bound. Um, and now you're just locked in a tower okay wow do we (laughs) was i able to look and try to identify the poison because that's what i was gonna do um you yeah you can you could have had a chance to do that sure okay oh that's not good enough i only got an eight um all right you know that it wasn't uh just one poison Oh, it was more than one poison. Okay. Right. Well, at least they I weren't, knew that. They weren't taking any. They weren't taking any chances. It seems like. I see. Well, that's good to know, at least. Um. Okay. Yeah. Um. It was pretty fast. It didn't seem like um, like uh, Duke Alphonse had any reservations about locking you guys up. He showed up. 
he almost immediately accused Prince Eli um, as the one person who would, you know, benefit most from the queen dying. Um, and that was it. Um, you know, he assumed um, control of the of the palace and Prince Eli, who was kind of in shock, just kind of let it happen. Wow. And, and nobody questioned, like, maybe somebody from outside of the kingdom would do this. Um, Duke Alphonse didn't. And, yeah. um, you yeah. know, he had a he had a retinue of, you know, 30 bodyguards with him and no one no one suggested anything. No, I guess. Yeah, I don't really want to ask this because I guess this is something like that we'll either find out later, but our characters wouldn't know this. But is it relevant to know, like, how people responded to this? Like, did people protest this and say that, you know, why would Eli have done this, that kind of thing, or what happened? Uh, you, you don't know. I mean, you guys got shipped off so fast. Yeah, it was no just, clue. it was virtually that day. Like, you oh. barely had time to pack anything. Um, Violet, you did get a chance to, um, you know, roll detect thoughts on Duke Alphonse. Yeah. And you succeeded on that. And uh, you found out that, um, you know, that he does not think that Eli killed the queen in actuality but that's all you were managed to well, uh, figure out what did. so i know that he knows that prince eli is innocent. innocent right but that doesn't mean that we know that he's guilty right but okay. sure yeah um sure, sure looks like it yeah did i mm-hmm. did i say anything did i get to say goodbye to qz or um I mean, yeah, I mean, she was with you, essentially, when um, the Duke arrived and had you arrested. Uh, you didn't get to have, like, a, any sort of a long goodbye, but... So they just assumed we were all, like, accomplices, basically. Exactly. Okay. I'll give her a sanctified ring. Okay, that's nice. Yeah, she she accepted it. So that means that if um, we die, we it cracks on the other one. Okay, that's really interesting. So if she it, dies or if she takes it off, it will mine will crack. And then if mine, if I die or, you know, get close to death, it will crack on her end, too. Okay. That's really romantic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very sweet. I say it. I was just like, I, I mean, it doesn't have to be a big thing. I don't. This isn't good. This isn't good. <laughs> it's good. Yes. It's very, this is very bad. bad. This is very, very bad. You'll you'll work something out. Th- things will we'll figure something out. This is I know bad. This is I very know bad. that I know that Prince Eli didn't kill the queen. This that isn't... it would be cr- I know that kid. There's no way. This isn't <laughs> crazy. This isn't good. No, it's not good. Listen, you'll you'll figure something out. And, think... uh, and if I can be, I'll be here. Oh, this isn't good. <laughs> um Yeah. My owl sort of took off, I guess, and I, I don't know. It's up to you if my owl, like, sort of escaped and, and tail does. Uh, either way is fine. I mean, you'd be allowed to take your owl with you. Um, okay. Or the owl could follow you. Yeah. I think it, it the owl is, like, outside of the castle or where, where we're being held. Okay. Yeah. Um, Did Eli guys... get to take his dog? Oh, the dog. Um. Or does it live with QZ now? I rolled a one for Prince Eli being able to keep the dog. So, um, oh. yeah, it seems like uh, QZ will take care of the dog. I mean, QZ's not going to let the dog just die. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Eli, though. I think that would be a comfort to him. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, to be fair, you guys are locked in a tower. There's probably, like, it's probably hard to manage a dog in, a, like, just a tower. So it's pretty, it's pretty bleak. Like, we're not being kept in luxury. It's basically a prison, right? Um, well, sort of. I mean, you guys aren't being held in cells. Um, it's kind of a, it's kind of an interesting place. Um, you guys um, can roll some uh, knowledge history or knowledge local checks if you want to try to figure out what the deal is with this tower. Um, oh, okay, go for that. I got a twenty-one for knowledge history. I have a sixteen for knowledge local. Okay, a sixteen. Um, you know what uh, Violet knows about this, essentially. You don't get anything else. Um, you guys know that this tower is called Blue Lake Tower. It's in the middle of Blue Lake. Um, it was originally Makes constructed sense. by a... Right. <laughs> it was uh, originally constructed by a sect of wizards used to train apprentice, apprentices and study conjuration magic. Hmm. Um, it was abandoned a decade or so ago when a summoned creature destroyed the topmost floor. Um and that's what you know, essentially, about this tower. 
We're we're on the other side of the country, guys. We're not like awaiting trial for execution or anything, are we? No, no, no. You've just been. He's decided you can't uh, execute the the prince, people of royal blood. That's just a law in Adelia that you know you can't kill people who, yeah, you know, have I, a royal claim to the throne by blood. Um, but he just said that you guys are going to be locked up forever, <laughs> pretty much. And, you know, you guys as his accomplices, Prince Eli as you know, the primary beneficiary of the murder. I'm freaking out. Um, I'm I'm uh, trying to communicate with my owl. Um, your owl, though, actually communicates with you that um, that uh, he communicates to you that he can get into the tower because um, the upper floor is fractured. OK, so he can fly in and out. And does he have any information to impart to us about, like, stuff that's going on in the general vicinity or... Okay, is there, I mean, are there people guarding the island? Like, what's the security yeah. like on the island? That um, so, yeah, so he hasn't been able to watch for very long, but he uh, communicates with you that currently there's uh, two guards, um, an elf and a dwarf, who are uh, both kind of uh, patrolling the island. It's a very small island. It uh, virtually just holds this tower. I see. Prince. Um. Yeah, sure, the... uh. The prince is um, right now in a, a large circular kitchen and living area that would be cheerful if it weren't for all the heavy bars on the windows. Hmm. Um, it does have a great view of the lake, though. He's sitting at a, a sturdy table that's been scorched and scratched uh, in front of a big stone fireplace. Um, there's some dusty tapestries on the walls showing us uh, strange geometric patterns and magical beasts. Um you know, he's just he's just there. Um, he's got a plate of some of some bread in front of him, but he's not eating it. He just is staring down at it. Prince Eli, I've I've spoken with uh, Penumbra, my owl, and he's told me that the security is fairly light on this on this island. It would it would be relatively simple for us to plan some means of escape. Prince, are you OK? Well, what are you thinking? We can't just stay here while my uncle does whatever he wants to the kingdom. Yeah. He must have done this. He knows he knows you're innocent. I couldn't say more, but he knows you're innocent. Of course he does. He he killed her, I'm sure of it. Why yeah. else would he have me locked up so quickly? It was a it was a weird day. No trial, no. Mm-mm. He looks uh he looks really distraught. Had you heard either of you anything strange any sort of strange goings on in the city that that might have something to do with this do you have any idea i knew nothing um lady of waiting was late i thought something weird was happening to her she was pretty which one kai kai Kyrie, or is it neve clara it's neve it was neve yeah neve Neve was uh rushing in late i i heard in the garden we heard some gossip about her but nothing that seemed particularly alarming but now that coupled with what you said makes me think she just she just she just had to go i heard that they said something about her possibly being ill i don't think with something from her sister but i don't that's the only weird thing i saw valeria do you hear anything i don't know anything out of the ordinary okay okay well um then I suppose the only thing that is worth doing at this point is getting out of here. Uh, as soon as possible. I think that we could manage it. Mm. With Valeria's skills, in terms of lockpicking and, and things of that matter, and our magical skills, it how should do, be no problem. How do they feed us, Clara? Um, That's a good question. You don't know yet. You've only been here a day. It was already stocked with food. We... Can we wait? I want to... I don't know who's here. You mean who's guarding us? I mean, yeah, we only have these room, right? We don't know what's up in the rest of the tower. Yes, that's... You're not not chained up or anything. Oh, so we just have the tower? Yeah, you have the whole tower. Yeah. Oh. I suppose we should scope it out then, and then... But I I think we should be quick about it. We need to get out of here and, and on top of this and ahead of this as soon as possible. I, I agree. I think that we should try and escape. Yeah. 
Well, let's see how many we could each. I mean, what do we have four. with us? Like, do we have guys? What do we have with us? Does anybody have any weapons? In terms of your items, um, all of the all of your weapons and stuff have been removed from you. Anything that they thought was dangerous, so you're allowed to keep like your uh, any potions of uh, healing and stuff. They took though, like um, you know, the rod of entanglement and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, My owl still has the things that were in his pack. <laughs> That's good. Right, your owl still has the things in his pack. Um, you still have, like, your Magic Shadow Walker shoes. Um, oh, cool. Valeria, you don't have your bowstring, because I assume it was on your bow. Definitely. Yeah. Um, but, Violet, you have your, um, uh, scene to the future, I mean, um, compact thing. I take, I, I have, I take out my dagger for the day. Okay, yeah, if you've got a bone dagger. I give it to um, Valeria. Nice, oh. so now Valeria has your bone dagger. I think that makes most sense. Yes, it does. Um, How many people are, like, guarding us? Two There's outside. only the two men outside. But we don't, to I mean, we don't know what's up with this tower. I doubt. I mean, is Eli going to be bothered if I, like, kill some people? I mean, you don't know, unless you want to ask him. Okay, you know what? I'm not going to ask him, and he can, <laughs> if, if that happens, it happens, and he can deal with that later. Okay. Yes. Eli's um, not. Valeria's, like, that torn up about pissing off Eli under the circumstances. Can, let's get to, to exploring the tower later because I um, yeah. do have to go get groceries. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's something to oh, look forward shit, to. Clara. This is the dark big- time. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, uh, Rachel here. As always, please review us on iTunes. Everything you guys have to say really, really helps us out. Um, be sure to follow us on Twitter. We'll be posting, uh, hopefully on there a lot more often. We're at FantasyThatCast. You can also chat with us on Tumblr at www.FantasyThatPodcast.tumblr.com. Um, like I said, we'll be upping the anti with our Twitter posts in the very immediate future. And, um, well, thanks you guys so much. 